Hey everyone, thanks for joining. Today I am speaking with Shaparak Shajari Zadeh. Uh, Shaparak is a women's rights activist. She's um, the co-author of Liberté n'est pas un crime. Um, and she was, Shaparak was also arrested in Iran. She was sentenced to uh, prison and she managed to get out and now she's living in Canada. And I wanted to have Shaparak on today to speak about her thoughts about what's going on in Iran, and maybe we can talk about how this this time it looks and feels different than you know protests that have happened in the past few years. Hi, Shaprak, thank you for coming on. Uh, hello, Obaid. Uh, thank you so much for covering the, the story and uh, like the news from Iran. I appreciate it. Uh, no, of course. Um, I mean, it's, I think it's one of the bigger things that's going on right now. Um, if you wouldn't mind just talking about how these protests started and then we can talk about how they're going and like how they're building up. Yes. Uh, like, uh, um, uh, like it is started with the, uh, with the news of, uh, uh, um, of arresting a young uh, woman in Iran in in the capital, and uh, and the, her brother was worried about um, her well-being, and um, uh, um, of how they arrested and how uh, how they arrested her and uh, what happened after that. Uh, it was uh, like the news was. Uh, after two hours of uh, Gina um, Massa being um, uh, captured in uh, Vozara uh, detention center in the capital, um, uh, there were some uh, uh, like uh, uh, news coming out of the building of a, a young woman. Uh, um, passing out, and he was worried. He he was uh, he uh, he tried to like uh, go inside the uh, the building, uh, also with other men who were waiting for their relatives, who were waiting for uh, the women inside, uh, because when they arrest uh, like a woman, uh, they won't let um, anybody else to enter the building, even the uh, lawyer. Um, for example, in my case, I already had a lawyer, but they didn't let my lawyer or my family member to come inside the building. And they don't tell you any news, anything, anything. And uh, so the men tried to enter the building, but with the, with the gas, with the tear gas and like, um, violence, uh, they stopped the man, uh, the man, then, um, uh, then, um, he heard that, uh, the girls, uh, the women came out of the, uh, building, uh, shouting and crying, saying a young woman died in there. And he started, uh, showing, um, uh, her sister's picture, uh, to the, uh, to the other women, uh, uh, women. If um, is it is it this girl? Is it my sister? And they said yes. So they rushed to the hospital after the 
after they took uh, Gina to the hospital. I'm sorry, Mahsa Amini, like many other girls, uh, many other Iranians have two names. And uh, his, uh, her name is uh, Mahsa on her birth, uh, in her birth certificate. But her family members um, call, uh, used to call her Gina. It, uh, Gina is a Kurdish name, means life. And um, like uh, this is like this is um, the people right now are uh, chanting in the streets. Jen Jian Azadi. It means uh, woman, um, uh, life. Jen uh, Jina Azadi, woman, life, uh, freedom, liberty, and uh, so. Uh, uh, her name means uh, also uh, life, uh, but uh, like they're not, um, they don't let uh, many names. Uh, they they don't allow many Kurdish names as well. So um, uh, her name was Mahsa uh, in birth certificate. That's why I'm calling her Gina because this is this is what um, she was called her whole life. Gina with her Kurdish name and uh, the news started in that moment and when I uh, like uh, saw the news for me personally it was very traumatizing I started crying uh, because it was the same uh, detention center uh, that I got beaten up in it was the same building that I was interrogated and uh, uh, when I when uh, I got arrested, they also took me to the, to the same building, and uh, during the interrogation, uh, they they treated me very badly. It it was so frightening uh, because they try everything uh, to um, they they do everything they would do everything to break you to um, um, to scare you. Uh, they humiliate you, uh, they slut shame you, uh, calling you names and uh, like accuse you of like some uh, like um, sexual, um, like with sexual accusations. That's very bad. And I knew if you talk back or uh, you tell them uh, you cannot talk to me like that, uh, they uh, easily get uh, physical. And that's what uh, that's what happened to me uh, when I got arrested in 2018. Uh, when they treat you badly and you talk back, um, uh, they uh, they they beat you up. And from the moment I saw the news, I knew what had happened to um, Massa. That and uh, and eventually. Uh, we heard the news um, of her death in the hospital. But like always, the Iranian regime uh, mm, uh, tried to cover the truth uh, by, uh, by lying about it. Uh, remember, they, in 2020, uh, they uh, killed 176 uh, Iranian-Canadian passengers. Um, uh, mm, mm. Yeah, it was a flight to Ukraine. 
Yeah, yeah, Ukrainian flight 752. And they tried uh, to deceive the words by, by saying it was, it was, uh, there was no attack. It was just a problem in the plane. And uh, uh, that's, uh, that's the reality. That's the nature of this regime. So um, we knew that it's not true. And uh, like, and personally, I, I know what's happening in that building. So they killed Massa and also she's from, um, and that the news was very uh, um, shocking and devastating. But to, be, to, to tell you the truth, she's not the first woman um, uh, who got killed after arrest uh, by the morality police. It happened before, but this time because of the social media, because of everything, and also she's court. She's uh, she's uh, from uh, one of the ethnics Iranian et uh, one of the ethnics in Iran, um, uh, which have been uh, suppressed for decades. The court people have been sup suppressed for decades in Iran, and um, so uh, that's why uh, that uh, I guess that was the the trigger uh, for the demonstration in Iran. Uh, killing an innocent uh, woman um, uh, over uh, compulsory hijab law, and you know the, uh, the 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 morality police officers and like the leader uh, leaders followers um, has been uh, more violent recently because more and more women right now inside Iran are refusing to uh, wear hijab in the streets. And every day we have um, videos, footages of women refuse to wear hijab. So the morality police uh, officers uh, are more violent against women. Um, uh, and because of uh, I just want to ask one, one question here. Like from everything I've heard, it wasn't that she wasn't wearing a hijab. It was that her hijab was on too loosely and her hair was showing, right? It was like, that's my understanding. It wasn't that like she was wearing a hijab, but it was just not on correctly. Uh, actually, the, the document of the police came out and it says her, um, her coat, the long coat, we have to wear long coat, which mm -hmm. a, a, a long uniform, like, a uniform and it has to be buttoned up okay but uh, like uh, through years and years iranian women brought fashion to the like to this kind of hijab and most of our coats doesn't have buttons okay uh, and uh, so in the docu in the in the in the documentary it says um her coat um uh, which um, we call it manto um uh, her coat doesn't have buttons and also she was wearing a like um, tight uh, like she was wearing tight pants uh, that's that that's they say because uh, it's not just your hair it's not uh, just covering the hair it's the way you dress like wearing high heel shoes wearing high heel boots um, having nail polish, having makeup, um, like um, um, wearing colorful uh, dresses, 
uh, like un um, short uniforms or uh, like uh, uniforms without buttons. They are all uh, listed uh, as uh, like violation of hijab code, violation of dress code in Iran. It's not, they, they arrest people for, uh, women for um, wearing long boots. Uh, they arrest women for, for wearing high heel shoes. Uh, that could be uh, different reasons. At first, it, say, it says like uh, a bit of hair was showing, but uh, like in the in the in the uh, like in the document, uh, it shows that because her manteau, her coat um, uh, didn't have any buttons, they arrested her. Okay. Yeah, no, just because I wanted to clarify that because it was it's not just wearing the hijab. It's, you know, you have to be wearing it properly and it's the whole mindset behind it. Yeah. Um, so like the protests that are going on now, because I remember in 2015, there was that young woman who stood up on the electrical box and then she got arrested. And then, you know, that was, I think in like November or December of 2015 and protests started then. Um, uh, 2000, or, actually it was December, 2017. 17. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. December, 2017. Yeah. And then, I mean, you also had things going on like, uh, you know, White Wednesdays and uh, yeah. my camera is my weapon. So these things, like this has been kind of building. So when you're talking about more and more women were walking around outside without the hijab. It, it, it's, uh, it's right now, it's like a vo volcano of anger. Uh, because, like, yeah, uh, the, the, the campaign um, against, um, like, Iranian women, have been uh, have been fighting for uh, the right uh, the right um, to their body uh, for many years as as long as uh, uh, the 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 existence of the Islamic Republic from the beginning women were fighting for their rights but the the campaign against uh, forced hijab uh, like uh, heated up uh, in 2015 with uh, with my stilty freedom uh, massey launched a campaign um, on facebook um, named uh, my stilty freedom uh, iranian women um, started sending uh, their picture with and without hijab to massey to show that this is me, not that one. This is something that the government might want me to be and force me uh, to wear in public. I am this woman. I'm not, I'm, I don't believe in hijab and I'm not wearing hijab. Uh, and after that, in 2017, uh, White um, uh, Wednesday campaign started. Uh, uh, and um, we were uh, we started uh, going out in public uh, uh, in white, wearing white uh, scarf, wearing white um, on Wednesday, and to show that we are uh, we are protesting against compulsory hijab. All, and it's not just covering our body and and our hair uh, and our, and our hair. It's uh, to protest against the systematic violence um, on women, against women by the government, uh, like being harassed in the streets everywhere uh, and every day. It was 
like a campaign against this violence because of forced job. So, uh, and, uh, but eventually ca the campaign changed uh, in Iran and we started not wearing hijab. I wasn't wearing hijab for months back then. Nobody could um, uh, force me to wear hijab. Whenever I, um, whenever I used to go, I would tell them, I'm sorry, I don't wear hijab. I don't wear a scarf, as simple as that. And uh, so, uh, mm, uh, and after that, in December, a woman named Wida Movahed went on a utility box in, a, in the center of the city and um, um, uh, like uh, she um, had her scarf on a stick and stood there for half an hour without saying a word. And it was the, like, it was the symbol of our protest, but a peaceful, a peaceful protest against compulsory hijab. Uh, um, so other women, including me, started doing that and following her path, going somewhere and uh, like um, unveil um, uh, and un unveil and uh, having our scarf uh, on a stick. Uh, but they they started arresting women. They uh, like uh, they. Mm, sent lots of us to jail. Um, they tried to uh, threaten the families and the campaign changed to my, my, my camera, my weapon. And um, so uh, with the help of social media, whenever uh, uh, someone wants to like um, uh, bother you in the streets or uh, they want to arrest you, I, um, uh, we started filming them um, and uh, showing the world uh, the, the violence against women in Iran. So, uh, and um, like, um, so far, uh, the women have been doing it uh, to show the, like, to show uh, the resistance to, uh, to obey uh, compulsory hijab. Just last month, um, two women got harassed by another woman, by a religious woman in a bus. And um, the woman, uh, the woman who harassed them, uh, like actually bite them, bite these uh, women. And they, they, uh, they took a video of her, but instead uh, like, and it got viral, uh, the brutality of that woman. And in less than 24 hours, the government arrested two girls uh, and um, uh, forced one of them to, uh, to apologize. And the other one who sent the video um, um, online, uh, they, uh, they forced, uh, they like took, <laughs> to, they interrogated her for days. Nobody knew, uh, where she was, and after some days, uh, actually, they put her in front of the uh, national uh, television with bruises, with bruises on her face, uh, reading um, forced con con uh, confession. And uh, like people uh, started camping with, uh, for that uh, woman as well. Her, her name was Sepide Rashno. 
so like the 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 murder of uh, Mahsa, it was like the whole thing. Like a few weeks ago, we were campaigning for Sepide because she was beaten up and forced to have confession in front of TV. Uh, that's uh, that's that wasn't acceptable. So the whole impact of uh, violence against women just because of hijab uh, triggered this demonstration. And, uh, you know, the Iranian people also hate this government. Uh, they have been suppressing pe people for years. So the, this uh, the demonstration has started like this. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to talk about because this time around, you know, they're going out and attacking the, you know, the police force and the regime forces. I mean, I've seen in reports where they, you know, burnt a governor's um, office, I think, or his house, or they burnt, and they, they lit fire to a police station. They were, so they're actually physically going out and they're, you know, they're saying, again, repeating things like death to the dictator. And they, you know, they're talking about complete and utter regime change. And I mean, there's so much, like, I think one report I saw, there was 130 cities and 30 of 31 provinces. There was protests going on almost every day. Now it's what, eight or nine days. So do you, do you get a sense that this is different than some of the protests that have happened in the last you know, five, 10 years? Uh, yes, actually, uh, like uh, my friends or the people I know uh, from uh, from Iran, uh, from the day one, they told me uh, um, this is different. This is even different from 2019 uh, when the government uh, killed 101, um, one, sorry, 1500 people um, in the streets in three days. Uh, they killed many people uh, just three day, three years ago, less than three years ago. But my friend told me this is different, Shaparak. This is uh, the, the whole another level. Um, we have a like, big uh, demonstration back in uh, 2009, Green Movement. Uh, but it was just uh, like in some big cities. And then, uh, then in 2019, we had demonstrations in like uh, a hundred cities around the country. Uh, when they, I, as I told you, when they killed many people. But this one, they told me, this is different. This is you know, like uh, big cities with the small cities. Uh, this is uh, like students are um, are uh, again um, the students' movement. Um, um, has waken up. Uh, the, the students are uh, are chanting in uh, in their universities um, and like in um, in some actually in some part of the capital uh, that we have never seen any demonstration before. For example, north of Tehran is the like is the um, is the region that wealthy people live and. We don't usually have anything there, but now, like the streets are on fire in in north of Tehran, in this in the center of Tehran, in south of Tehran, everywhere, and also in many small cities that I haven't heard 
like uh, the name of those towns in in my whole life. But you can see uh, that people are in the streets for days. Yeah, this is the uh, because as I told you, Iranian people hate this government and they want they they really want to uh, change the government. And uh, but uh, and I hope this is this is we can't they they succeed but um but i'm sure if if people can't uh change the government right now uh, this is going to be the start this is going to be the start of the downfall of the government this is it um uh, and the other thing is uh gina uh massa is from uh is court and as I told you, Kurdish people have been suppressed for decades. So, for example, do you know that uh, we have uh, we have many Kurdish uh, prisoners, political prisoners, and they easily get uh, like execution sentence. But we have one uh, female pol uh, political prisoner who has the longest prison sentence in the whole world, Zainab Jalalian. And um, so uh, like um, they have been suppressing courts, they have been suppressing women, they, they have been violent to against women for 43 years. And so like the irony is uh, the blood of a Kurdish girl um, is the um, uh, torch of liberty for Iran? I believe, I believe it. Yeah, can I? Okay, something about that. Like, so whatever, forty-three years ago, it was the you know the Islamic Revolution, and at that time too, it was you know there was a large you know there's a large percentage of that that were students, and yes, you know, it's not a defense of the Shah or anything like that because you know while you had certain freedoms under the Shah, it was still an oppressive regime and they were f fighting out against that. And then the Ayatollahs came in. Do you think this time around, if this does happen to succeed to bring down the regime, if not immediately in the next you know few years, if it happens, like something Masi uh, Alinejad had said, like, you know, you don't want the West coming in and imposing democracy. You just want them to stop supporting the regime so that the people themselves can put in the system they want. So do you think this time around, like they're, you know, they saw the oppression under the Shah. Now they've had 43 years of oppression underneath the Ayatollahs. Do you think that it's, this is also, you know, you know, I agree with you about the oppression of women. Like I'm not, but are they also saying, okay, we don't want any more Islamic regime or are they looking for like a reform of, of, of Islamic regime? Um, like, um, um, uh, like, I don't think people, uh, because uh, once, once people, uh, some people believed in reform, but not anymore, because uh, like the, the, the reformist party uh, in Islamic regime deceived people for many years. And as uh, like, based on, based on the, uh, their law, based on their ideology there there is no reform because their the law is uh, that our law is based on sharia law and based on sharia law um, women can have uh, the same rights than men 
uh, as men, and uh, we're not um, we're not equal equal as men. Um, we cannot uh, we cannot ha have reform as long as um, uh, they have uh, the Islamic ideology. This is not happening, and people know that. And uh, as you see in the streets, they. Um, uh, they have been chanting about, um, against uh, both parties. They said uh, uh, no reform um, and no, no to fundamentalists and no to uh, reformists. And they were actually in uh, 2000, um, 2017, there was another demonstration in some cities, in many cities actually. And they, and this, uh, they started chanting um uh, uh, reformist, uh, fundamentalist. Uh, um, this is it. This is the end. We're done with you. Uh, uh, and uh, I don't. People want uh, change, and they they really want democracy. They really believe in uh, um, having a, a secular uh, government. Uh, and uh, free from any ideology, um, especially uh, Islamic ideology. That's what people want. And also the uh, opponent, uh, different parties, uh, different opponent parties, the, the opposition groups, they all have the same, uh, from the monarchies to the, uh, to the Republicans, to the uh, communists and uh, like uh, lefty parties, they, they, they all have the same um, like goals: having democracy, having um, having a uh, secular uh, government, and all based on um, uh, the based on human rights. Um, that's what uh, like Iranian people want. But uh, at the same time, this is uh, like I don't know what's going to happen after after this regime. But I'm sure. Uh, the violence against women will be ended. Um, I know that we have to fight uh, to share the uh, the to share uh, the uh, to to have a position in in politics in Iran. I I know that uh, Iranian women um, have to fight more. And um, they have a long way uh, to like um, to be involved in politics, like uh, like like European some European countries. But at the same time, uh, the end of this regime would be the end of two things: uh, one, uh, violence against women, uh, and second one, uh, uh, ideology like the Islamist ideology. Yeah. Okay. So kind of sticking with this, <clears throat> because I mean, we talked about this before, how a lot of people in the West, you know, the world hijab day and things like that. The hijab is empowerment. Uh, when you speak out against the hijab, it's Islamophobia, all this stuff. Now, all of a sudden, all these same people are saying, you know, we, we stand with the, with the women of Iran, <clears throat> but they don't actually mention, you know, the, like they kind of limit it just to the morality police. And, you know, <clears throat> I find it a little bit fake coming from these people. And so 
what do you see about the reaction in the West this time around as opposed to other times? Because, I mean, I'll take an example of like um, uh, Christiana Amanpour. She refused to meet with uh, the president because, you know, she had to wear a hijab and it was in New York. But, you know, she met with the, the heads of the Taliban and she put on the hijab. So what do you think about all that kind of stuff going on now in the West when it's coming oh to God. Iran like this time? Um, actually, I I really first of all I really appreciate any support we like Iranian women need more and more support. But at the same time, I see them as uh, hypocrites uh, because uh, first of all, uh, like um, these women, uh, like the female politicians uh, and also the female uh, journalists, uh, most of the time they claim. Um, that they they believe in women's rights, they believe in human rights. Uh, they they always say uh, says that they have been fighting their whole life um, to have uh, like to have power. Uh, to, in a in a patriotic world, they have been uh, sacrificing a lot. For example, in um, in, in the industry of journalism or in politicians, but uh, at the same time. Whenever they meet uh, like one of these criminals, uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, the Iranian uh, officials, uh, the regime's officials or Taliban. They are, they are, first of all, they are criminals. And second of all, they are, um, they are suppressing, they are the people um, who, who, who are suppressing women. And these women... Uh, 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 for example, uh, mm, put away their beliefs and just to get to meet these uh, criminals, they obey their rules. Uh, uh, and this is not just wearing a piece of cloth on your he head. It's, uh, it's uh, that scarf is the symbol of suppression in those countries. It's not, it's not a way, it's not a choice of wearing a job. This is suppression. This is the symbol of discrimination and you're wearing it in front of these criminals. This is hypocrisy. For example, pol female politicians who are not wearing hijab in their life, hijab is not their choice. Uh, they don't believe, for example, they're not Muslim. They don't believe in uh, Islam, and they they're not wearing hijab. But why do you? Uh, why would you do that? Why would you uh, obey another man who's been suppressing women for years? Um, uh, um, why that man uh, can uh, can tell you what to wear and what not to wear in that moment? This is not right because you're uh, actually um, you're uh, you're biased in the, uh, in this matter, and you're standing beside those criminals, not the not the women who have been um, uh, tortured, beaten up, or detained for uh, for uh, protesting um, hijab or for having improper hijab. Um, it doesn't matter if it's Taliban's leaders or, or Iran's. And at the same time, journalists claim um, that they are criticizing those, uh, those politicians, but also the female journalists 
um, do the same? Uh, why, why wouldn't the news agency send a man to, to have an uh, like, uh, interview with them? Why a woman? Why would you send a female um, reporter to have an interview with this man and forced her to wear her job? This is not right. Because this is the simple, the symbol, this is the symbol of repression of women in those countries. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't add anything more to that. It's, you know, that's exactly my sentiment on this. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you is like, okay, I, I agree with what Masi had said, like, you know, we don't, they don't want the West to come in and impose democracy, but what would you like to see? from Western politicians, Western leaders, you know, like the, the media, what would you like to see them? Like, how can, like, what kind of support can they give the people? Uh, first of all, I want the people around the world to spread the word, uh, to support uh, Iranian people inside Iran and uh, like force the polit politicians uh, force their politicians to do something and for the for the governments uh, because they claim to care about human rights around the world uh, we are all uh, we are all uh, brothers and sisters in the world stop negotiating with these governments uh, stop negotiating uh, with Iranian officials they are deceitful and they have been proven that many times to you that they are deceitful. Stop negotiating with them. Right now, Iranian people mm, need your support. So uh, call, call your uh, ambassadors and stop uh, like um, um, kick out the Ir Iran's, uh, Iranian regime's ambassadors from, from your country. Do what you did uh, to the apartheid regime of uh, South Africa. Do the same, because this is this is a gender apartheid country, and um, once for, once for all, deal with this country. And um, if you deal with Iran, you're gonna have with this regime, you're gonna have. Um, much le less problem in the region, in Middle East, because this is the, the, the Islamic regime um, of Iran is feeding those terrorist groups in Middle East. This regime is feeding militia groups in other countries as well. So if, if you support Iranian people to overthrow this go government and change the government, there, there is we are sure, we promise you, there's not going to be any war in Middle East. There's not going to be any bloodshed in Middle East if you deal with this government. Just, but I don't know why, why, why uh, they try to deal with this deceitful government. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't even want to get into that, but yeah, like the, I understand everything you're saying. Just like my my only thing with that is, I no, they shouldn't trust this government. They shouldn't deal with this government. They shouldn't, you know, they they, they shouldn't believe anything they say. But at the same time, do you think that if they don't have some sort of diplomatic relations, 
it would make things harder for the people. Like I just, I, I'm not saying that this regime is good on the people, but you know, if they can't apply diplomatic pressure, then you know they don't really have much left to help the people out. But I'm just curious about that. I like there are many theories, but uh, like if they don't support the government, uh, that would be the end of the government. Um, this is what we believe in. Yeah, uh, but but that's it. That that would be the end. What happened to the to South African government? Uh, that would be the end. And if they actually. They are so naive to think with uh, with uh, the um, diplomat uh, uh, diplomatic negotiation they could do something. They're so naive. With this government, they're so naive. Have they been successful? Yeah, no, they, they haven't. And with, I mean, like I said, I was just trying to with have they with dip, uh, diplomacy with diplomatic um, like relations. Have they been successful over the past uh, like? Um, to, uh, past two decades uh, over nuclear deal, have they been successful? No. Yeah, no, no. Over... Like I said, I, I was just you know kind of playing a little bit of devil's advocate. Yeah. No. This is my and actually this is my point of view. Mm. Uh, other people may have different uh, ideas, but this is my point of view. Anyway, I know you've. Uh, I know you're. Um, you've been following this a lot and you know, you're, you're up all the time. So I don't want to keep you too much longer. You're probably exhausted. I just look, I just want to you know if you have any last words, if you, you know, if there's any aid organizations or if there's anything you want to tell other people, you know, people what they can do, just please go ahead. Uh, please. Uh, like, um, uh, first of all, I want everybody to spread their words and support us. Uh, uh, in your countries, and there is uh, there has been a petition going on for days. And um, if uh, I know because you retweeted uh, my uh, like my post, if you can uh, help me spread uh, like uh, the petition and ask people to sign the petition, that would be uh, that would be great. Um, for the for the death of uh, Mahsa and also like um, supporting Iranian people, uh, Iranian protesters, and uh, at the same time, ask the, ask the, ask your female politicians and your female reporters um, to stop and uh, to stop wearing hijab uh, while uh, meeting with these guys. If they are a strong woman and they find they found their way in the world to be politicians, to be famous journalists, uh, they should stand uh, by their beliefs and uh, uh, don't let any man to do uh, uh, what to do what to wear. This is not acceptable. Uh, these are strong woman should say no i'm not wearing anything to meet with you um and to be honest it's very painful for me and other iranian women inside iran uh, to see uh, uh these uh these criminals 
these um, uh, the Iranian gov the Iranian uh, officials or Taliban's. Uh, it's painful to see they could um, uh, they could uh, force another woman in the world um, to do what they want. This is painful. Well, thank you for that, Shaprak. Thank you very much for coming on talking about this. Like I said, I know it's I know you're tired and busy, um, and I'll put the links to the petition and all that uh, in the description so that people can find that. Again, thank you very much for coming on. It was great talking to you again. Thank you, Obaid. Like always, I appreciate your support. Thank you so much. I'm grateful. Thanks. And thanks everyone for listening.